everyone. Welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life in quarter I am Zach Lucetta. I'm Vito Lapicola. And I'm Anthony Ray Bench. Room, room, bitches. And we're all here in person together. I've missed your, your odor, Anthony. Do I smell bad or something? No, no, no. Odor okay. doesn't necessarily demark that something stinks. An odor I, is just a smell. What a weird thing for you to say, Zach. <laughs> that is really That's weird. Yeah. I've not missed your smell in the least. Thank or you. Or yours, Zach. <laughs> I you guys don't have a discernible smell to me. Zach is suddenly Logan. He has super senses and he <laughs> no, misses I shouldn't, all No, I shouldn't have said odor. I should have said your, your smell. Your, your, that's your... even creepier, dude. You're not going like, to win this. That's like uh, I met this girl once and I talked to her for maybe 15 or 20 minutes uh-huh. at a party and she got a hold of me online and was like, I miss your face. And I was like, that's something you say when you're in a fucking relationship for six months and you've left town. Saying I missed your face 20 minutes after meeting someone is creepy. Because I want to cut it off. I don't right, know. Right, right. I've been dating my girlfriend for six years and if she said any bullshit like that, <laughs> be I would be that's really... What that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's alarming to hear someone say that after you've just met them. You know what I mean? But it would also be equally creepy, Anthony, if after the episode you left and Zach texted you and said, I miss your face. You see what I mean? It's just weird. Yeah. That was weird, Zach. I'm but sorry. But that's okay. Welcome. We're all together again. <laughs> the chemistry is is, is definitely yes, here. Yes. Well, I, I missed your pheromones. chemistry being my body odor, apparently. I missed, right. I missed your pheromones, Anthony. <laughs> I tried to come up with something clever in my mind and it didn't work. But that's that's the the, the beauty kind of, of recording like this live. Show. No, I'm just kidding. The, uh, <laughs> know, we right? did have to jump through some hurdles because of this dumbass. Uh, and I speak He's of myself. To himself. Yes, yes. Um, forgot the microphones, so we're using a microphone attachment. We are in my car. Uh, I, I just bought it. Yeah. Th- wasn't this a Chris Gore idea to record the show in a car? Before? It totally was. He's like, totally doing it now. We the, um no the we, the irony is is that we're all finally back together again, but still recording with all the sound quality of being <laughs> apart. I know. And using Yahoo. No, we could have been doing this from our apartment. It's and gonna not, sound way better. Okay. Perfect. Don't don't. Take these little fucking mics for granted. Trust me. Yeah, and thanks for sticking with us through all of our previous uh, recording hassles and headaches and all that. We're yeah working on we bringing you high you. quality audio. <laughs> Everything is going to be back to normal probably for uh, Fast Three Tokyo yes. Drift. Yes. Probably not next week, but the week after. Well, I would still like to cover uh, Supercharge, the ride at Universal, if we get an opportunity, because it technically is set after Yeah, six, in between? We're going to have to do Okay. So it's either going to be Supercharge next or Tokyo Drift. One of the two, but we will yes. be sure to bring you more fascinating Fast and Furious uh, features. <laughs> All those Fs I put in four, there. Four, yeah, I was going to say, four free. Yes, exactly. Yes. We're, we're a team. Right, Anthony? Yes, so we're an gonna... odor team. Odor team activate. Mm, smell of charcoal. Smell like a petunia. Odor of super so, stud. So we're gonna get into uh, the the rest of Fast and Furious Six here. Uh, we're in the the big uh, plane chase, and uh, how with, is the, with a... the endless fucking runway. Yes, the million mile runway. Yeah. That because uh, later on, well, we'll get there, but uh, this is clearly one straightaway that is never ending. And Han and Giselle are they drive towards the airplane, apparently on this super long air, airway strip. 
She calls him babe, I believe, for the first time, and tells him that if she can, hit, if he can hit the flap on the airplane, they can keep it from taking off. Han shifts and speeds up. Giselle clips on to something. She's got the one of those carpoon guns. Yeah, they all they all have them now. Yes, they have like them in three each or four car. of these fucking things, and she's trying to hit the flap so this plane can't take off. Han tells her to be careful, and she says, "This is who we are." That we yeah. are plane shooting people. I like I like this because there's a lot of great back and forth between these two characters here. There's a lot of genuine affection, mm-hmm. and again, I have to say that they have like a great like Nick and Nora appeal, like from the Thin, Thin Man, Man movies. Yeah. If you've mm-hmm. ever seen those, uh, I would totally. It just cemented my desire to see a Han and Giselle spinoff mm-hmm. that takes place, you know, in between five and six. Yeah, and it builds love to see on, on the more the subtle like because like there's been a lot of seeds planted throughout the movies of them kind of developing this relationship and it really capitalizes on that here mm-hmm. as we'll come to which see. yeah we'll get some great payoff for that eventually um giselle sits on the the door like they open the door and she's sitting she takes the grappling hook gun aiming it at the plane just as she shoots the jeep she's in is rear-ended causing her aim to be off so the grappling hook lodges into the plane wing not the flap so she did not successfully hit her her target but it's not her fault right yeah, because as we've seen previously, she has great aim. Yeah, if if that if she had not been rear-ended, she would have shot the flap, right, Anthony? That also Absolutely. happened in the Fast and the Furious Triple uh, X that I watched after we talked about it the last episode. If she hadn't been <laughs> rear-ended, the entire movie would have been different. I know, right? That would have been a much bigger plot point in your version, I think. Though. <laughs> um, meanwhile, the the jeep being driven by Hobbs and containing Roman and Tej pulls up to the other side of the plane. Hobbs tells Roman to take the wheel and he leaps onto the airplane like some kind of crazy person and he does so just in time as another jeep rams into them immediately as he jumps. So he just misses getting hit by Lots one of Lots of rear end ramming There's going a lot on of ramming this, uh, going on in this scene. Have we already seen the sequence where the where the pilots are like, what's going on out there? Has I think, that it, was, happened I think it was right at the end of our last segment. Yeah, because it's like, how do these pilots not know what's fucking going on outside of their plane? Like, well, they don't have, have a to, rear view mirror. I know, but I mean, they should be able to see. They, there's there's ways for pilots to see if there are obstructions or if there's something attached to them. Oh, but you these know are what Russians. I mean? Who knows what kind of equipment they're working with? Apparently, according to the DNC, they're masterful with equipment. <laughs> That's Way true. to put Russia on blast, dude. I, well, but they are bad guys in this scenario. I think that's safe. Yeah. In this scenario? Okay. Yeah. That is true. Just yeah. in this scenario? Well, in tons of 80s movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and in our Only the best ones. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Uh, on the plane, everyone is still fighting. Klaus has Brian down in a chokehold, but he manages to escape. Uh, Brian sees Owen chasing Mia and leaps off, leaps off of a vehicle parked in the cargo bay to hit Owen with a Superman punch. Dude, I like I like the fact that Klaus like had him had him dead to rights. Mm-hmm. But when Brian saw Mia, it gave him that extra oomph to like yeah. punch Klaus and get out of there. Like a mom who sees her child in a car crash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gives her extra adrenaline. I'm pretty sure that Superman punch was in the trailers. I might be wrong about this, but wouldn't surprise me. Like for a while everybody was doing a Superman mm-hmm. punch in movies. Mm-hmm. Was this like the first one? Do you know? Could be. I mean I don't mm-hmm. keep up with a lot of choreography, but I think that as far as memory serves it was the first one okay but i also just associate it now with roman reigns yeah so it's hard to it kind of blurs the specifics we like wrestling it's true most three two-thirds two out of three of us yeah i was gonna say three quarters of us but that would mean that one quarter of me likes yeah 
likes wrestling, which is not true. We don't know cars and we don't know math on this podcast. Uh, elsewhere in the cargo bay, it's a big cargo bay, uh, Dom is on the lookout with his shotgun, but he's jumped by Klaus from behind. He falls into a cargo box and tries to hit Klaus with his shotgun, but Klaus takes it from him and tosses it away like it's nothing. It's you won't be needing this anymore. <laughs> yeah. More, more fists, less guns. <laughs> There's a lot of action going on in, in this uh, sequence. And again, I mentioned this last episode, but this was a, uh, a sequence that Justin Lin had been working on since the end of 4. And he said that as he worked on it more and more, he just keep putting in more character moments. And it, I think it really shows in yeah. the end result. Yeah, there's some great editing in this sequence of the back and forths in the fights. And there's mm-hmm. also some great fight stuff in general. For sure. It's definitely one of the more entertaining uh, action sequences. Uh, it's still an action sequence, so I did find myself kind of <clears throat> uh, losing. Tuning in. Yeah, out. tuning in and out. Um, but the, the as far as the char- character interaction goes, there was some corny shit, and we'll get to it. Well, please point it out, what, what the corny, corny parts were. Oh, I will. There's I can't wait. Of- well, I guess I I can think of a couple corny parts myself, but yeah. I know I know exactly the first one you're gonna say when Zach says it. But. <laughs> yeah, let me know. Dom and Klaus fight, and if I skip it for some reason, feel you're free. you're not gonna skip okay. it. Klaus tosses Dom around like he's a rag doll. Brian and Owen fight. Owen grabs a pipe. Owen is about to nail Brian with the pipe, but Mia sees this and yells out for Dom to help. So Dom delivers a flying headbutt to Klaus. Yes. Yep. <laughs> or as we like to call it in this car, the dolphin headbutt. <laughs> yee, yee, yee. It yeah. looked fucking ridiculous. His arms are plastered to his side. He's like a, a plank, like a straight board. Dom looks like a bullet. <laughs> He's like a torpedo. The Dom Pedo. Like one of those like old school like He's cartoons. He's a torpedo. Exactly. Ah. Yeah, he nails uh, Klaus in the head with this goofy-looking flying head It butt. looks so dumb. I, I I wrote it down, though, as an epic headbutt. You know what I mean? Because it's like <laughs> he gets so much air that yeah. it's not even funny. And a lot of impact, too. I yeah, mean, he, he must really have had his own it. ramp. <laughs> they must have. They, they were like, he was like, I'm going to have to make this look real. And he sat and watched footage of dolphins for like six months, you hey, know. He just and, watched a bunch of Crisp Benoit matches. Hey, kids. How's oh. look, look what? <laughs> Crisp Benoit matches. Okay. We'll I, tell you about him. More yeah, in jokes later. Podcast. More yeah. in jokes that three quarters of us don't understand. <laughs> okay. I do think he jumps off of a car. Is that where he gets his lift from? Okay. It um, looks stupid. It, it looks. It's one of the stupider parts. It of this. looked like he was on wires. Yeah, it looked yeah. like he was wire assisted, which he probably was. And action! <laughs> there you get the little, little, like pneumatic thing that fires him into the air. We got it. That's why they call me One Take Toretto. <laughs> uh, your real name is Diesel, and he's it's like, Toretto. Whatever. Call me Toretto. Uh, so Klaus goes flying backward into like a wooden shelf of boxes or something. And he crashes through that to hit Owen from behind, which saves Brian. So it's this chain reaction. It's a lot of, lot of cargo that isn't going to make it. A I mean, it makes you wonder how much money was lost in this sequence I, just for the guy who owned the cargo company that well, they took the. It also makes from. you wonder, like, okay, so they got the cars on there because it's a car movie and they need cars. What's in these crates yeah, what that are they, they couldn't doing? have just thrown off? If a weight is an issue, get rid of the crates. They're not just crates. They're Russian U-crates. Get Bozy. it? Hi-yo. I'll be over here if anybody needs me. That joke was like a midget porn star. It just came short. <laughs> Zing. Hi-yo. Mia helps Brian up, and Dom tells him to go. 
some crates fall in front of him blocking his way so he can't follow him unfortunately outside Roman is trying to handle the Jeep that rammed into him it's being driven by Ja who pulls a gun Roman fights for control of it it looks like uh, Tej is driving for now so Roman can kind of concentrate on defending himself Brian and Mia are searching for a way off the plane they spot a car and Brian tells Mia to get in more car-related plans from Brian, I guess. Oh, I wanted to point something out. Mm-hmm. When they pull out, you know, when they get out, they go to they back down the ramp or whatever. If you notice, there are no sparks coming off the ramp. That's true. Which which means one of two things: one, they didn't have the budget to add the sparks, like they uh, because they'd spent it on this epic sequence mm-hmm. or whatever. But two is that obviously this was done in front of a green screen, mm-hmm. which makes the sequence even more impressive because there's a lot of moving camera. Mm-hmm. So like, if you stop to think that none of this is really happening, there's probably just the the back end of a plane built and a car and how the camera's moving. It's it's pretty masterful how this whole sequence was put together since they're not really on a ramp. You know How I mean? hard like, can it be to, like, CGN sparks, though? Like, it shouldn't be that hard. $2 million short uh, hard. Yeah. I don't know, but I did notice uh, when Giselle opens the door there's and it falls onto the uh, runway, there's no sparks there either. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. But that's the one thing you figure they'd spend a little money on to make it a little more realistic, and they didn't. So many which details. Was, which was very interesting to me. All right. We can either have Pepsi and the catering... <laughs> or sparks. Or yeah. sparks. We either we either have Evian to drink or sparks. Yeah. We're getting the Evian. <laughs> Vin only drinks Evian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no sparks. Roman jumps onto the bad guy Jeep to fight Jaw. Say that bad three times Jeep. fast. His bad Jeep. guy Jeep to fight Jaw. Bad guy Jeep to fight Jaw. Bad guy yeah, maybe Jeep it's not to that much fight Jaw. Bad guy Jeep sounds like a like a really cool band Ups- no well that sure it's like a but villain from a Popeye cartoon <laughs> sounds jeep, like jeep, jeep. an obscure transformer sure bad guy jeep Decepticons get the oh my bad God. guy jeep it's bad guy jeep <laughs> roll out <laughs> how can what do, I, what do you need Megatron oh boy it's just literally a jeep with a mustache that twirls <laughs> yeah, yeah like, a, like a Fu Manchu kind of mustache <laughs> you're mine now Autobots <laughs> oh like a uh uh, snidely whiplash. Right, right. That. I'll pitch that to Hasbro. Roman jumps onto the, the Jeep. Uh, his Jeep is now being driven by Denlinger. So Denlinger and Ja are both in the Jeep there. Brian and Mia drive backwards off of the plane. No sparks. They're followed by the blonde woman. <laughs> there's there's a significant lack of sparks from the car and between Brian and Mia. <laughs> Plenty of sparks between them. Uh, they, in Owen's custom car flipping vehicle follows and she aims right for him. I believe this was your favorite sequence here, this little moment where uh, yeah. Brian is ba- he's basically facing Vey. But yeah. he does this 180 spin turn so he's now driving towards her backwards. Right. But because she's got the ramp on the front of the car, he jumps over her to safety and then Vey discovers she's headed directly for some kind of safety pylon or something and crashes right into it. Yeah, it's awesome because what this does is it gives a really great callback to the 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 sequence oh, where yeah. Owen was like knocking cars out of the way. Mm-hmm. So Brian, um, if you notice, he sees the the pylon or whatever that is there and realizes, oh, if I can trick her into like hitting me then she'll not see the pot. She'll be distracted. And so he backs over it and then she hits the wall. It's pretty cool. But he uses the car against them as Mm -hmm. a weapon, which is really cool. Which is another instance of this, again, being Brian's best showing as a character, I think, in this film. He's great in this movie. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. 
Right, Anthony? If you say so, Zach. You're not moved by this. Wake up, Anthony. Sequence. Pay attention. We're recording a show. There's too much action for you in this sequence. Yep. No. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't say that if you were at an orgy. There's <laughs> too much action going on. Can we please slow down? Um, no, I, I, I did enjoy Brian in this movie. Uh, aside from some corny bits and some weird like acting choices. No, that's true. And one of those is going to come up for sure. Um, but I, I did like how, you know, that character, Derek, how do you say your name? Who? The yeah, chick that... Ve. Ve. I think it's Ve. Uh, it's V-A-G-H. I she, believe it's Ve, yeah. It, oh, it's V-E-G-H. Okay. You know, which is interesting, because in the credits, I noticed that the previs and visual effects supervisor was Alexander Ve, V-E-G-H, and I think he... He just yeah. named her character after that guy. Justin Lin, he doesn't mention the, that it's named, but he does mention the guy's name, and I thought the same thing. Yeah. It's got to be a reference. Yeah. Like, all those characters were established as kind of like pure foils to, mm. you know, the the team, Dom's team and whatnot. And it's cool to see, like, them drop, like, like one after the other mm-hmm. in, like, ways that kind of call back to their first encounters. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting seeing how, like, the good guy team separating the members of the bad guy team to kind of take them out individually that yeah. way. Whereas, as a group, the bad guy team took them out, in a way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good stuff. Divide and conquer. That's mm-hmm. right. Yep. Letty and Riley are still fighting. Owen recovers and sees Dom. He goes... Oh, I must have meant uh, Owen. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> Misread my own notes. Owen recovers and sees Dom. He goes to hit him with his pipe, but misses and gets a couple Dom punches in the face for his trouble. Just then, Klaus grabs Dom again and is about to punch him when he himself gets punched out by Hobbs. Dun, dun, dun. Hobbs Which, is fucking great in this Dude, movie. This, this, this reveal in the theater literally got a huge eruption of applause and whoops. I mean, it was like, everybody's like, oh, shit! And it's an example where it, like, if you just look at it from a realistic standpoint, it doesn't make sense. Because the way it's framed, Klaus would clearly have seen Hobbs standing mm-hmm. in front of him, but because it's such a great reveal, you can forgive it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's that movie magic moment where you have to up the ante a little bit and, and up the stakes, you know, to create that magical realism. Yeah, it was very well done. And yeah. then you get to see, you know, uh, Hobbs and Dom standing next yeah, to each other. Yeah, they stand that's next Superman to each other, pose. and that's totally epic, man. Very yeah, cool. that's fucking great. You know what? It, because it's the... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you right. but that's the moment the audience is like, these bad guys are now in for the ass-whooping of their lives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what it reminded me of, and I wonder if it was like some kind of homage to it? Um, the scene in the first Avengers where Thor and Hulk are standing next to each other, and then Hulk punches Thor. Oh, I never thought about that. Well, you know, it, I was we were talking about this before you got here, Anthony, how watching this one in particular, this the, the sixth Fast and Furious movie, it did really feel like a prototype to the Marvel movies in that, you know, all of these emotional beats kind of require you having seen previous films, mm-hmm. but you can still enjoy this movie on its own. Yeah. But having everyone, like, these character moments built off of previous standalone films is really kind of fascinating and well done. This was only one year after uh, Avengers came out, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Avengers, Avengers I think, was 2012. 20, yeah, for sure it was 2012. I know, yeah, they all blur together. That's interesting. Um, so Dom and Hobbs square off against Owen and Klaus. Klaus charges Hobbs. 
Owen and Dom start fighting. Owen hits Dom with some roundhouse kicks. Nothing interesting, just a lot of action going on. You, you'd think, though, I mean, I know that Brian is trained by, like, the FBI and things like that, but, like, Owen Shaw is a specialist. He should have fucked him up really bad. Like, that's, like, that's the only moment where I was like, they're not equally paired, you know? Like, I could see Dom fighting Klaus. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, but yeah, obviously for the movie, you have to have the protagonist be able to fight him. But I mean, well, there know. is, I mean, Owen, I remember him, you know, kind of holding his own. Like there's a moment where he roundhouse kicks Dom and Dom catches it. And so Owen hits him with the other leg and hit and gets him. Um, but I know what you mean is he's certainly not overpowering Dom to any huge degree. It's probably right. in Vin Diesel's contract. Right, right. <laughs> he ain't punching me I more than three times. three times <laughs> exactly. and then I beat the shit out of him. Each punch is worth two hit points. Right. I'm only, (laughs) you're only allotted four hit points per movie. And then I hit your points. (laughs) Roll a 20. (laughs) Outside the plane, Roman and Jaw are still fighting. Roman is not doing great. Tej, driving the good guy Jeep, notices they're very close to the plane's jet exhaust. (laughs) Good guy Jeep. (laughs) Good guy Jeep. Uh, Autobots. Introduce yourselves to your brand new team member, Good Guy Jeep. He's Bad Guy Jeep's identical twin, but he's the yin to Bad Guy Jeep's yang. I was just going to say they're twins. Dude, I want to watch that. We need to write this Transformers One went Autobot. Yeah, it's great. Hasbro, if you're listening, pay us. That's right. If you need to do another movie after Bumblebee, this is the direction to go. Good Guy Jeep the movie. <laughs> it's, a, it's, like, it's like that horrible, remember Highlights Magazine when you're, when you're kid, Good Guy Jeep helps old women across the road. Bad Guy Jeep runs them over. Don't be a bad guy, Jeep. Um... Tej gestures for Roman to hop back into their Jeep, and just as he does, Tej rams the bad guy Jeep into the airstream of the jet exhaust, and it blows them and their Jeep completely over. Yeah, that that was cool. This was something that I thought was really great. It called back to Brian saying, we do what we we do best. We improvise. Mm -hmm. They improvise. the, The use of their surroundings and the way they improvise to use the... The surroundings to defeat the bad guys is really cool. Totally. The bad guys are on rote. They have a mission. They do it. They're efficient. They whatever. But like Brian, you know, uses his racing skills to defeat Vey. That's interesting. And Tej uses his his basically idea of like because if you think about it, it's an engineering thing. He'd be like, wow, if I can get this guy in front of this, it's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna destroy him. So like they're using their brains against the bad guys. Yeah. Versus getting their asses kicked by Braun. Almost like yeah. Owen's group is is incapable of improvising. Like they're right. so on yeah. task. Yeah, they use their they use That's their efficiency against them. Yeah, you know I like what I mean? That. That makes sense. Yeah, so it's their improvisation that beats the bad guys. And every and, and it seems like every character in the good guy group kind of gets that moment to, they, to they do something. They all actually do. It's pretty great. Yeah, really cool. Um, let's see. So Brian narrowly avoids crashing into uh, the the bad guy Jeep as it's uh, rolling. And as you mentioned, Vito, there's several instances in this film where Brian has to roll under a rolling yeah. vehicle or something. He, he also, yeah, he almost gets hit by, hit by a flipping a rolling vehicle in every movie. Mm-hmm. And he always goes, whoa. You know <laughs> what that was a close call. He's so Baby used Jack to it, he doesn't it even think about it now. I know. On the other side of the plane, Giselle and Han are dealing with the Russian sh- security hacker guy who has not been given a name. I could look it up, but I'm not going to. I think it's Adelson. He's Russian hacker. Yeah. 
Russian hacker. That's all he needs. Yes. The cable from the grappling gun is still hanging off of the car winch, and it appears to get wrapped up in the security hacker's vehicle. So the cable from the gun is wrapped up in both of them there, but still stuck to the plane. That'll come into play later. Yeah, the sequence is very difficult to visualize if you haven't seen the movie. Yeah. So make sure you watch it because there's a lot of complex stuff going on here. A lot of logistics. Yes. Um, the Russian co-pilots uh, say they've lost enough weight now to take off, and they begin to ascend. <laughs> I know. I was like, he was like, we have takeoff speed, let's go. And I was like, said no professional pilot ever <laughs> when there's something fucking stuck to the bottom but of your plane. But they don't know. They don't know that they're attached to those cars. I just, I they there has to be. They have. They don't to have be side to, mirrors. They have cameras and stuff on a plane. You can look I and guess. you have to be able to see the sides of your plane and stuff to make sure there's nothing obstructing you to take off. That's what those guys with the little orange cones. Are the orange the lit up orange popsicle I don't sticks? Know. I just these are like the worst pilots ever. They they're they're just like I don't know. Look in America, you fly plane in Russia, plane flight. Plane flies you. <laughs> we have takeoff speed. We have takeoff speed. We fly. Exactly. Um, as they begin to ascend, it takes the two vehicles uh, attached to the grappling gun with them, and Giselle and Han are hanging on for dear life. That's that's the theme song to the Han and Giselle TV show. Hanging on for dear life. I'm Han and you are my wife. You know, oh no. They they live in San Francisco together on like a tilted street, right, you know. Like a heart, they have heart, a heart. family of these adorable two Oh my god. Each my name is Max and this is Han and Giselle. Each episode they're trying to go to Tokyo, but some wacky hijinks prevent them from going there. Han, I have very good news. What's that, honey? I've got our tickets to Tokyo. Great, let's go. Wait, there's something blocking the They've yeah. been misplaced by the evil bad guy. It's Bad guy. Bad guy Jeep has our tickets. <laughs> the dog ate it. You'll never get these tickets back, Hannah Giselle. <laughs> he ran over that old woman. It's a callback to the oh, Highlights magazine. Letty and, Letty and Riley are still fighting. Letty knocks Riley down. Riley starts to go for a gun, so Letty tackles her. Klaus and Hobbs are still fighting. Dom and Owen are still fighting. Fight, 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 back and forth. Hobbs sticks his thumb. You just wrote a fucking kid's book. <laughs> you just wrote a Jack and Jill book. Jack See, is fighting. Fight. fight, Jack, fight. <laughs> Jill is still fighting. Fight, Jill, fight. Oh, no. Fast and the Furious 6, the junior novelization. <laughs> Jill lost an eye. No, Jill, no. <laughs> now with an eye patch. I'll never see a 3D movie again, says Jill. <laughs> Hobbs sticks his thumbs into Klaus's eyes and they punch some more. I call that the Blade Runner move. And it reminded me of uh, Evil Dead when he when he pushes his thumbs into Scotty's mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who does he do that to in Blade Runner? Uh, uh, it's when Batty? it's when Roy Batty goes Batty to, does to, it to, to meet. Oh, to that's right. Yeah. Yes. No, he goes. He meets uh, his creator. Remember, and he's like, I want to see. Or no, but he does creator. do it to Deckard. Yeah, but he pokes the eyes out of of his creator room. Yes. that's how he kills him. Mm. Wait, wait, is it now? I'm now I'm losing it because does he kill his creator that way, or is it the, the guy assistant. who makes eyes? Well, he for sure. I'm sure it's the guy who makes the eyes because that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but he for sure does it to Deckard as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like a signature move. It's mm-hmm. like his. It's like his. Uh, you know, fucking Mortal Kombat. Depends movie. on which of the Fatality. four edits you watch. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. true. Owen delivers a few more kicks to Dom, who then hurls Owen into another shelf of crates. Dom turns to see Klaus beating on Hobbs. This is another goofy moment for me. I thought he said beating off Hobbs. I was like, <laughs> yeah, stroke it a little more. Get the glands. Get the gl- get oh, the glands. We need to articulate better. <laughs> Dom turns to see Klaus beating.
beating on Hobbs. <laughs> so Dom grabs Klaus by the legs and somehow herks him up so that Hobbs can deliver a flying clothesline. Now, see, I was I was for sure that was a wrestling move of some kind, mm. like the guy lifting him up so the Not other one specific. could Not mean, specifically. It's physically impossible. I'm pretty sure they broke his neck, by the way, by doing that. But, There's no uh, way that, that Vin Diesel or Dom Toretto could have lifted that guy up by his legs to his full height. He had momentum. I guess so. It looks kind of like uh, there's a move that the Road Warriors did. It looks a little like the Doomsday Device, but not quite. I was for sure that was a wrestling move. You mm. know what I mean? Like some some tribute to the I rock. don't think it's physically possible. All right. Personally. Uh, this is the moment you're saying I don't think that's physically possible in all of these movies? This is no, no, the no, hill no. you're going to No, no, no. no. I'm, but I'm pointing out that this, this is, is not physically it's the possible. Moment, it's the moment where the critic is like, I'm out. No, no, no. I'm fucking out. It's not the Game only over. thing that's not physically ridic- possible. This is not possible. <laughs> I can't believe that Mia had a baby and she doesn't even have stretch marks. I'm out. <laughs> well, and then also Hobbs and Dom give each other this look like teamwork. That is point. the bro moment, <laughs> yeah. by the way, that Anthony has been waiting for the entire movie. Right? You got your bro moment, uh, Anthony. Yeah. Your bro-ment. Yeah, it was nice. It wasn't earned, but it was oh, nice. All right. Uh, outside the plane, Roman also has a grappling hook gun, and he tries to shoot the wing flat, but he also misses. So his grappling hook is now also lodged into the plane wing. He tells Tej to buckle up. Lots of lots of grappling hook misses. Lots of yeah, tons this, uh, of grappling in this hook. sequence. Yeah, very much so. They went overboard with the if grappling hooks. You, you have to stop and think if they hadn't have brought the grappling hooks, how much better the plan probably would have gone. But, you know, True. yeah. Is, is there a single movie in this franchise that, that doesn't, doesn't feature grappling a grappling hook? That's a great yes. movie. Fast and Furious 9, the grappling hook saga. It's so ironic. Well, <laughs> it's the one movie that doesn't have any in it. That's a good question. Four might not have a grappling hook. I'd go back and look. There's always, it's like the signature thing. There's even there's a grappling hook in the background just for, yeah. <laughs> just so it's all there. Riley and Letty are still fighting. Riley pushes Letty against the wall, choking her, and Letty pie faces her, trying to get away. It's not much use, however, so Letty then resorts to opening the exit door, which sucks Riley into it. But Riley manages to hold onto the door frame. She kicks Letty and go, and she goes flying into the cargo eddy, uh, area. She's about to let go after Letty... Wait, Letty, hang on. <laughs> Riley's about to go after Letty. Did you Letty. even watch this movie? I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. Uh, she's about to go after Letty when Hobbs shows up and he goes, hey, and he tosses another grappling gun to Letty. They only had one grappling gun earlier in the sequence. <laughs> Why are there of now backup? five of them? <laughs> I guess either Tej made backups or yeah. Owen's team had them. Can you imagine, like, right before they left, Tej was like, hey, wait, guys, if we don't survive this mission, I just wanted to give everyone a gift. I made these for y'all. You know, they're, they're like, specialized, you it's know, got their grappling off. hooks for everybody. I mean, I figure we're a team, right? Now they really are. They're the gun grappling team. Grappling gun team. Oh, boy, I'm getting tongue-tied. Letty turns to Riley and says, "Wrong team, bitch." I love that. It was like a Ripley moment where she's great. like, "Let her." What is what is like, "Bitch, let her go" or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Not without my bitch. Let her go. I don't know what bitch. the yeah, yeah, let her go, you bitch. Yeah, that was go, that was her little Ripley bitch. moment. And by the way, the story beats here. Well, please say what happens, and then I'll I'll say what I thought. If so I can so get it out clean, I keep tumbling over everything. Yeah, she says, wrong team, bitch. Riley glances at Hobbs, who kind of shrugs in yes. agreement with Letty, and Letty shoots Riley out of the plane. Yes, I loved I loved that moment. I, Anthony's I, son. I have a really big 
thing about, and I think I've mentioned this on the show, where you have to see the villain realize they're getting mm-hmm. their comeuppance or it isn't as satisfying. And there's that moment where she gets the gun and goes, wrong team, bitch. And it's a really quick double cut of Riley just kind of resignedly looking over at, at Dom, I mean at Hobbs, and Hobbs just going like, what are you going to do? And then she just and fires yeah. her out. I thought it was so satisfying to mm-hmm. see that moment because he trusted her the entire movie and she fucked him over. She was like, well, I guess I'm going to fuck you over now. And he was just like, you chose the wrong team, bitch. And she's Riley right. gives Hobbs this look like, you motherfucker. I, yeah, dude, I loved it. She got what was coming to her, which was totally. a harpoon through the heart. I see where you're coming from, but... I think it would have been better without that look because that look was so freaking corny and cheesy. She's a terrible actress. No, no, I'm talking about Hobbs. Oh, well, if you're listening to this, then Gina Carano, you're a great actress. And I'm sure you'll be great on The Mandalorian I, as long as you don't speak. Mm, um, I think that the scene would have been a lot better had uh, Letty not said the wrong team bitch line. But oh, it was I, just, I love a one-liner. I, I, I love a Remember one-liner, Remember when too. I promised to kill you last, Bennett? I lied. <laughs> I love one-liners, too, but this one just didn't work for me. Like, I, I wish this sequence was just, you know, all, like, what? physical. Okay, I was going to say, what line would you have put in there? Because I can't think of anything that would have worked. I hope you get Time my to... point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Have a nice trip. See you next fall. Don't don't, right. don't take this to heart. <laughs> she sh- yeah, yeah. she th- shoots her through the heart. You know. I hope you can get this off your chest. <laughs> I've got something to get off my chest. <laughs> I got something uh, to get off my chest. My shirt. Holla. Holla. Would not have uh, complained. That was that. That was in the triple X uh, <laughs> version of Fast and Furious. I'm sure it was. I've got something I need to get off my chest. Your lips. Nah, that that scene, it just didn't work for me. Um, You're so cynical. Yeah, I know. What happened to you, man? But it was all the emotional, the character moments in there. Yeah, dude, every every character gets their emotional payoff in this sequence, which is great. Okay, here's how I would have done it, right? Mm -hmm. Take out Letty saying, you know, wrong team, bitch. Like, have, you know, Hobbs toss her the gun. Mm -hmm. There's that moment where, uh, what's her name? Uh, Riley Riley realizes she's fucked it's all in her facial expression she looks at Hobbs you don't see Hobbs's reaction because again like that shot of him like going <laughs> was really fucking corny in my opinion shoots her she flies out there that's that's how it would have been better and then, for me. And then uh, Hobbs looks out the uh, door and he says wrong team bitch yes that would have been great what about okay that, that would have worked that would have worked I still argue that it works this way, but I think it could have worked the other way too. Yeah, either way, that's fine. But I see where you're coming. Yeah, from. I, I just the look. <laughs> or else, or else that the whole sequence happens. Ten minutes later, Hobbs is like, "Fuck! I should have looked out the plane and said wrong <laughs> team, bitch." It would have been a great uh, one line, you know. She's like, "Next time, oh, Dom. I miss my chance." Yeah, it just you know what? Like it would have worked better if Dom or not Dom Hobbs was the one who did say that line because yeah, they, yeah. they have that relationship. Letty doesn't have that fucking relationship. Like, Makes sense. Yeah. Letty had to have something cool happen to her in this movie, man. But it wasn't cool, and her line delivery was really off. Yeah. Anyways, I love Michelle you. Rodriguez. I, I think she gives good. a great line delivery. I'm sure she's an, a very nice person, but I just I I don't dig the character of Letty. Well, guess what? 
Wrong team, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Vito is Team Letty all the <laughs> way. I'm Team way. Letty all the way. Tejan, un, un, until Giselle came along, and then I was Team Giselle, and then I went back to no, Team you're, Letty. No, you were Team No Name for two movies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Who is this person? Tejan Roman's Jeep starts to get lifted into the air as the plane rises up. Russian security hacker guy climbs out of his car and pulls Giselle out to start fighting with her. Yeah, he starts punching her, and I was like, that little bitch is punching a woman. Mm -hmm. And then Hans sees it, and he's like, not on my watch. And not on my car. Not on my woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Han climbs out of the driver's side to go help. Brian climbs out of his car as Mia drives. It's actually a kind of remnant callback to uh, the first movie, where he's like, take the wheel while I jump. You know? Right, right. Um, and so he's he's uh, he's also got his grappling gun. He sees the other two grappling gun hooks stuck into the airplane wing, and he tries something a little different. He shoots the gu grappling hook like around. I can't tell exactly what happens. He uses he uses the jet stream. Yeah, he uses the jet stream. He fires it so that it loops around one of the of the engines. jet stream engines around the other. Yeah. You know, so it goes under and then over and then back under and kind of goes. Well, I think cool. I think I think it the because everyone else has been aiming for the flap and the the airstream has been moving it off target and he kind of used that to hit the flap. But see, that's also again still really consistent with this character in the movie because again with the bombs when they mm -hmm. fired those little bomb discs on the car earlier, he watched how it blew up the first two and used then totally. realized I need to do something different and knocked it off the car. So Brian is really good at, at improvising once he gets the situation. He's actually kind of a tactical genius. We've never really realized it until this movie. Yeah, and the movie makes a point, like you said, of, of we see Brian get the information to make that yeah. choice. Yeah. It's not just him pulling it out of his ass. I, I will still argue I think this is the best realized that Brian has been the entire series. He has the totally. most to do here. Yeah. He's also he's also able to do really great shit that contributes to bringing the bad guys down. In a different way than what uh, Dom would do, for example. Right, right. I think this is uh, my favorite um, movie that Brian's in. Or, I'm, I'm sorry. This is the best Brian's been in in all the movies, I think. I think the close second is the fourth one because he had so much character, so much, like, stuff to kind of, you know, uh, go through. To wrestle with. Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, sorry, I'm not articulating very well right now. <laughs> um, but I wanted to see that same sequence with, like, him, like, noticing everything and just see, like, those, like, uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr., like, Sherlock, like, graphics, like, swirling around his head. Uh -huh. Just see two, two hamsters on wheels running. <laughs> Brian, shoot, grappling gun. Like <laughs> a creaky uh, hamster wheel. Grappling gun spin. <laughs> Brian, do good. Sorry. But that's what I was just picturing, like, when I was watching that. Like, you know, uh, all the, like, the formulas and, like, equations and whatnot. <laughs> I think you're giving Brian a little too much credit. You just said he was a tactical genius. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't say he was a super tactical genius. Fair enough. No, I don't know. I'm He's just, a tactical expert. And by the way, at this point, um, earlier I had written... Um, dumbest pilots ever here i wrote longest runway ever this Definitely. is when i realized this runway has already been like three miles that they've been riding and it still goes for about another eight miles mm -hmm. yeah it's a it's long ridiculous. runway giselle is able to knock the russian guy away but almost slips off the car luckily han is right there to catch her and he says i got you 
Yeah, that was cool. I got you, he says. But she notices... I got you, babe. She notices the Russian security hacker coming up behind Han, so she purposely lets go of his hand and pulls out her gun to shoot the Russian guy all before she falls onto the road below. And again, how awesome is it that she's hurling herself through the air and she's badass enough to be able to fire and hit the guy? Completely that's how, impossible. That's how fucking... No, because she's Mossad, and Mossad's badass. Somebody needs needs to use that meme, like, in this scene, the everything works better with the Titanic theme song. This <laughs> would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And just a single tear from Han's eye. <laughs> yeah, it'd be perfect. I, I'm sure someone had to have done it. We'll search the internet immediately after this. Yeah, if not... I'll submit If the there idea. isn't one, somebody do a fan edit. Yes. Stat. I'll do it. Fuck, Han I'll tur- do it. Han turns around and starts punching the Russian guy. Mia pulls up. Uh, so she pulls ahead so the, ring, the wing flap can't rise. The plane lowers back down to the runway so it can't take off. Dom and Owen are still fighting. Grief-stricken Han punches out Russian guy and finally throws him into the, one of the jet engines to avenge Dude, Giselle. Dude, I was like... Such an Indiana Jones moment. Dude, it's great. I once saw footage, by the way. Have you seen that footage of the man who gets sucked into the plane engine? It's it's horrific. Uh, it doesn't explode like it does in the movie, but like... In what? You will never... There, there There's footage of a guy working. Uh, it was like a military thing, and he walked... He basically isn't paying attention. He's like, they're preparing for the flight to take off, and he walks and gets sucked into the plane engine. It's fucking horrific. Don't find it online. Oh there gosh. are some things you cannot unsee, and seeing a man get sucked into a plane engine is fucking terrifying. But uh, there is no spectacular explosion. Well, in but fast it's still and furious, everything blows up. Yeah, it still is traumatic seeing somebody flying. But in no, sparks. No, no sparks. sparks. no sparks. No sparks. They, they couldn't afford the sparks, remember? They needed their right. water. Yeah. <laughs> The engine explodes in in this film, anyway. Han leaps back onto his vehicle, now back on the ground. Uh, The Russian pilots are still trying to control the plane. At this point, they know that an engine has exploded. The guy's like, pull up! Pull up! Who yells that as the plane is blowing up? These pilots are so fucking stupid. What options do they have? No, you stop the goddamn plane. They got they're making a daring escape. If you're driving down the street and your engine explodes, you go, keep going, keep going. Am I a Russian trying to steal government secrets? They're fucked anyway. They're Russian. They're fucking going to have to go to Russian jail when they get arrested. They may as well blow up the plane at that point. As we stated, Owen's crew is dedicated to finishing. Anybody who's listening to the show who is Russian and living in the United States, we're only ripping on the bad guy Russians in Russia. I'm just kidding. I don't know what I'm saying right now. But uh, (laughs) all the heavy stuff in the cargo bay is moving around. Hobbs looks out the open exit door and sees Tej and Roman down below. Roman sees Hobbs and tells Tej to keep the jeep steady. And if we know anything, we know that Hobbs loves jumping down onto stuff. Yes. Yes. That is that is weird. He that's like his weird signature move. Kinda, yeah. How many times has this guy done this in his life? It's it's extremely hard well, to imagine... jump from one moving object to another, and he does it like eight times. Yeah. Yeah. And also just the impact of, you know, falling on. That's got to be hard on your coccyx. That's your I, tailbone. I, I, I do know what a coccyx <laughs> is. Thank you very much. Uh, I thought, you know. <laughs> wasn't going with the you second You said syllable. it very slowly. You are like, it's got to be very hard on his coccyx. 
<laughs> well, you just did one. You were making a double entendre no, there. No, no, no. No, I would have said on his balls. Having a 300-pound guy fall from, like, 50 feet <laughs> right onto, onto your his car would probably... <laughs> What is that? A scene out of Idiocracy? <laughs> the Rock presents, ouch, my balls! <laughs> yeah. When well, you, I mean... When you said the balls thing, I was just thinking of that episode of South Park where uh, the the dad, um... Uh, Randy. Randy, Randy, yeah. Uh, gets uh, on medical marijuana. Like, in order to do that, he, like, puts his junk near the uh, microwave and runs it for like 24 Jesus seconds Christ. and gets testicular cancer. His Jesus balls Christ. get so big. Like, have you seen this? I think I have. Yeah, he's yeah. like bouncing on him. Like, I just like, so like fucked up. I envisioned somebody falling from an airplane with like testicles that big and just bouncing. <laughs> like one of those exercise balls? Right, yeah, yeah. Jesus, like, like a kindergartner at recess. Yep. Jesus Dom Christ. tells Letty to jump next. She's clearly nervous about it, but she finally leaps down to the Jeep below and Hobbs catches her. Dom is about to jump, but he sees Owen doing something and decides to go stop him instead. Because mission. Yeah, because mission. Missionary. Owen gets into a vehicle in the cargo bay and appears to be going for some kind of case, presumably the one holding the satellite component, the one that Anthony... Remember that satellite component, Anthony? That all-important MacGuffin? Still don't it's know what it does. It's in the briefcase. Okay. It's worth billions, Anthony. Mm. That's billions. all you need to know. Millions, even. Dom gets into the car with Owen and punches him before he can get the case. The pilots try to take off but can't. Owen and Dom struggle over the case. Why are they still trying? Sorry, I can't get out of that. I can't get over that. Again, what are their options? Plane is exploding. Pull up. Pull up. The higher we get, the better our chances are of survival. The air will put out fire, idiot. Owen and Dom struggle over the case in the vehicle as it starts to roll backwards through the open cargo bay door. Dom grabs the case and jumps out of the vehicle. As the barrier, this barrier comes up, basically, because the... The doors are still open. I guess it's meant to keep things from flying out. Yeah, it's meant to keep it from rolling back. That's yeah. that's actually a real implement in cargo flights. But Owen is not wearing his seatbelt, and when the vehicle crashes into it, he goes flying out the open door onto the runway. Yeah. Poor Owen. Yeah, that was kind of lame, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do? I, th- I kind of liked it. I mean, like, I felt like, again, it shows Dom's resourcefulness. I would not have thought to uh, utilize the barrier. <laughs> I, I did like which one of you guys was the one who said while we were watching it, ah, 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 you didn't use your seatbelt. Like, they needed another cheesy one liner in there. Oh, yeah. Should, exactly. That's where Vin Dom should have said, should have buckled he, up. He does it. And then, of course, he also just yells, wrong team, bitch. Because, you know, you got to keep the theme going. I should have been like, uh, <laughs> click it a ticket. That's what he should have <laughs> Click said. it a click it a ticket. <laughs> Mia is still pulling that wing flap down and tilts one side of the plane so it's kind of lopsided. And the uh, jet engine crashes against the ground and explodes. Another exploding jet engine. Lots of explosions, lots of people jumping from one vehicle to another, lots of grappling hooks. Yes, there's yeah. so much going on, it's hard to keep it's up like with. It's like it would be, this is what it would be like to have sex with Batman. Yes, all lots kinds of, of explosions, gadgets. gadgets, fucking shit flying everywhere. Batarangs. Bat condom. <laughs> Bat His suits are Robin, condom. run to the security box and get me a bat condom. Gee Willikers, Batman, are you going to sleep with that woman right in front of me? You're going to tape it, Robin. <laughs> with the bat video recorder. 
the point. Holy early pregnancies, Batman! <laughs> oh my gosh. The plane crashes, all the good guys... Uh, the plane crashes as all the good guys drive ahead, trying to stay away from the fire. Everyone's wondering where Dom is as they run from the exploding airplane. Suddenly, a car drives through the cockpit and out the front of the plane. Yeah, Dom bursts from the nose of the plane like a super baby, smashing its way out of a weakened womb. That's right. That was beautiful. And Listen here, true believer. This is where Dom gets his superpowers. Excelsior. Excelsior. His car immediately starts rolling from the impact of hitting the ground and uh, eventually I know. He, vanishes. He bursts out. You're like, yay! And then he immediately goes into a spin and you're like, oh! And uh, if you watch closely, as Vito pointed out, the car disappears from vision. Yeah, if you if you watch uh, the special effect, it's the shot uh, from above the plane. It's the bird's eye view down of the plane exploding and Dom's car rolling. It literally just disappears. Yeah. Uh, as if the animators were like, nobody's going to notice. Yeah. But we notice because we have home video. Like the car isn't engulfed in flames at all. No, right. there's no it smoke. Just fades it away. just yeah. disappears. Yeah. It's weird. And Letty's watching uh, Dom's car rolling, and uh, she appears to be very concerned. The plane finally... I like, I like... Yeah? It's the love of her life. She appears very concerned. Well, well, because she doesn't <laughs> yes, remember. Of she is. She doesn't remember, though, so she's still struggling she, with these emotions. She's, she's been thinking about his loins the entire movie. Like, she's she been jonesing she's for, felt this, the, the for this mystery man. She's felt the warmth of his loins, um, but she, hasn't touched them yet. That's true. Unless you count the scar where they were touching each other's scars. That's loin um, adjacent. <laughs> adjacent? You're so L.A. No, it's Beverly Hills adjacent. Oh, so you live in an alley. Um, Michelle Rodriguez, I must point out, is very good in this movie as well. And her emotion, where she realizes that uh, Dom may be dead, is very good. Yes. Just wanted to point that out. Yes, I agree. Michelle Rodriguez, come on the show. <laughs> Please. Um, yeah, so they all the good guys pull over. It's all very cool and choreographed. Uh, they do this very cool long shot pan of the fiery airplane, and we also see that they basically had like 10 feet of runway left, which is hilarious. There's a little bl uh, barrier where There's they like couldn't have gone any they, farther. They had, to, they had to have cut to a guy in the in the uh, in the military room who's like sir they've only got 15 you know they've gone all 38 miles of the runway there's only a half mile left damn it Tom you better get that component <laughs> exactly and get out of there Everyone gets out of their cars, all staring at the fiery wreckage, looking for Dom, Letty especially. They finally see Dom walking out of the flames like the Terminator, carrying the He emerges the case. like a phoenix from the flames. Do, 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 do. And Letty's, Letty's love is born again. By the way, side note, as we were watching the sequence, I think it was Anthony who said he looks like the Terminator here. Mm. And then you questioned, hey, why didn't they ever make him a Terminator? He, he looks like... T one thousand from uh, Terminator two, like walking yeah, out. He was yeah. he was Same briefly shot. considered uh, to be a Terminator in one of the Terminator movies. It might have been when they were doing Terminator three, but I get a feeling that that was Justin Lin's direct homage to the idea that he would be a great Terminator. He was going to be the Terminatrix. The Terminatrix. <laughs> the Dominatrix. That, wouldn't that be? Okay, I, I, I saw where you were going there because I was like Terminatrix would be female, right? Isn't Trix the uh, the feminine, because you got a domi so, yeah. dominator and a dominatrix, right? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I think I don't that, know. I, I've never heard a guy called it. I mean, not that dominator. I would know anything about bondage. <clears throat> they find 
Every, um, they finally see Dom walking out of the flames. Letty goes to him. Hobbs nods approvingly. As we pointed out, must happen in every I love, action film. I love, I love when there's always that moment they cut to somebody just nodding, and you're, and you know, yep. he's like, "Yep, worked out exactly the way it should have. It's not over. a thing out of place, other <laughs> than Giselle and half the crew being dead." <laughs> Corniest shit. Who? I'm sorry. Uh, who ran over to Dom and gave him a hug? Letty. Letty. Okay, wouldn't it be great if like, like Dom like walks out of the fire and he's like burnt like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> And she just like runs over and like hugs him, and then like and his some of skin, his skin falls yeah. off. I've covered in third degree burns. Don't touch me. <laughs> Don't touch me, goddammit. it! <laughs> as soon as I get a chance, I'm gonna dump you like I did the other three times. No, you know it would have been funny if he would have walked out of the fire and uh, Letty would have been like Dom, and then Brian ran up and hugged him, and they played the Titanic music. Yep, perfect. Brian pushes we'll Letty out of the way. Together at all. Han gets out of his car. He's all torn up. Mia asks where Giselle is, and Han can't even answer. Dude, again, Han, I should say Sung Kang, is really great here. Like, the look on his face when he gets out of the car, he has such anguish. I just, I wanted to man-hug Han at that point and be like, dude, bro, it's okay, man. It's going to be all right. Well, Mia You're going to die soon, but you're, you're going to be all right. Mia, Mia hugs him and then Brian hugs him so he does get a man hug in there uh, Dom and Letty approach <clears throat> Dom and Letty approach Hobbs wait yep. I, I do have to say mm-hmm. I think that this personally was my favorite emotional beat of the entire series until we got to the 7th film with the uh, Paul Walker stuff um, I felt that that moment was it's the first time they've lost a crew member, isn't it? Other than uh, Jesse, Jesse. Well, they, they lost Jesse and uh, what's his name, Vince. but like and Vince. But oh, well, like, yeah. I didn't have an emotional connection with them like I did with Han. Sure, you know what I mean. So I thought this was like I still it don't had the have most emotional, emotional punch attachment to Han. I just I'm still you don't not have seeing... an emotional attachment to anything. That's true. You're a serial killer, Anthony. You just talked about somebody hugging someone with third-degree burns and watching the skin come off. You're twisted. I am dark. That's why we love you. Dom and Letty approach Hobbs. Dom hands Hobbs the case and says, So this is worth a million dollars, huh? (laughs) I think he said a billion dollars. Oh, I meant billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I say million? I meant billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that I reminds me. That's because earlier uh, somebody said it's worth billions, and I was like millions. Even <laughs> that was actually a personal <laughs> in joke to myself yeah. because I, there was a time when my little niece, I had I, I had some toy, and I was like, "How much are you willing to give me for it?" And she said a hundred, and I said no, and she goes a thousand dollars, and I was like no, and she was like a million dollars, and I was like no, and then she was like thirty dollars, and I was like sold. You know, she like mm-hmm. had no concept of getting larger. She's like Rain Man. Yeah. Uh, Hobbs takes the case and says, yes, it is. Hobbs tells Dom to name his price. Dom says, confusingly, 1327, which turns out to be the address to his old L.A. home. Yeah, it was like, I remember when he, when he said 1327, Anthony was like, that's not a lot of money. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a large amount. 1300 no, I said that's got to be the address because that's not a lot of money. $13.27. Each. The cost of this wife beater that got like burnt up in the fire once when I was escaping from the fiery flames. Exactly. It's like it's Kramer when he uh, 
when he burned his crotch with the coffee and they were they were like we're gonna we're prepared to offer this man like three million dollars and they're like so what we want to offer you is a lifetime's worth of free coffee he's like sold and shakes their hand before they offer the rest mm-hmm. yeah thirteen dollars and 27 cents and i won't take a penny under hops everyone looks kind of confused at each other because no one knows what dom is referring to especially not letty i guess mia might yeah Anyway, we're and all the tuna we could serve. <laughs> That's right, and a tuna to our unsuspecting no customers. We're suddenly back in good old Los Angeles at the old Toretto place, and we pan past the mailbox with the address on it, so everyone can understand Dom, Dom's odd reference. <laughs> that's that's the moment in the movie where all the idiots who are watching go, oh, thirteen twenty seven. Wait a minute, I still don't get it. <laughs> Um, there's several cool cars in the driveway and some of that Dominican Republic reggaeton music playing. Yeah, might that might actually be our boys from the other movies. Oh, it could be. Yeah. That was their appearance. Very possible. Tego and, and Leo. Tego and Don Omar, sorry. Tego and Don Omar. Whoever they are. Who those, did not appear those in this mystery film. men. That's true. Yeah. That's because they're trying to get their money back from the casino. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in the backyard, there's a barbecue going on, of course. Everyone is there, including Baby Jack. Brian is talking to his little baby, and he says, The air quality here is lousy, the traffic is bad, but I think you'll learn to like this place. At first, I thought he was talking to Mia. Was he saying this? <laughs> it's like you were born here. I know, right? But then Mia says, uh, she talks to Baby Jack and says, He'll have his own garage here so he can build a car with Daddy, which is what she also does because she calls Brian Daddy. Moving on. They can't all be good fellas. Dom pops up. What the fuck do you mean good fellas? <laughs> do you mean that the good fellas or do you mean good fellas? The fuck Am do I you mean? You laugh? Am I a clown to you? Am I a joker? Huh? Am I gonna be ripped off in 30 years by Todd Phillips? Huh? You gonna fucking make a movie about me with a fucking clown face? Huh? Fucking incel? Huh? Sorry. So, so Dom pipes up. Tells Jack his first car better be a Charger. Brian says he means a Skyline. You mean a Skyline, right? Dom tells Brian that Jack that's, is a Toretto. You guys, that's what we call repartee in the industry. It's banter. They're having, they're having banter back and forth, which shows that they love each other by antagonizing each other. Like that's you right. said earlier, it's a movie about them pushing buttons. Pushing buttons. Yeah, they're just pushing each other's buttons. Over at the grill. What the fuck do you mean by a Skyline? You fucking mean a, you mean a, you mean a Dodge Charger. Sorry. That's oh. the world's worst uh, that's a, that's a Joe Pesci, Pesci, by that's the way. That's a decent Pesci. It's I like Joe Pesci if he sucked on helium, and the guy doing the voice was terrible at it. Get off that helium, Vito. Over at the grill. I can't put it down. Over at the grill, Roman asks Han if he's really going to do it. Go to Tokyo. Han says it's something he has to do as he nurses a corona. It's uh, fine. Tej tells him that they've got his back anytime Han needs him. Oh, by the way, the Tokyo thing, obviously foreshadowing. You know, they've been doing this for three movies. Foreshadowing what, guys? Tokyo Drift, brah. Have you been paying attention? No. Then Hobbs shows up, and Roman tells Mia to hide her baby oil. No one laughs, but Roman acts like it's a real hit joke. And then Hobbs tells Roman he better hide his big-ass forehead... And everyone cracks up. Dude, Tej does a split take here, which <laughs> is real. Take, yeah. yeah. Uh, this line was improvised by Dwayne Johnson, so Ludacris uh, and Tyrese uh, being at a loss for words were actual 
real reaction. And Roman's hurt look is so perfect. Yeah, he's like, I, yeah, was, so, I was just joking. Yeah, he really, he was, re, he really said, "You bit it behind that big guy's forehead," and nobody knew he was going to say that, which is pretty funny. Totally. And I give The Rock a ton of shit, but again, Hobbs is great in this movie. Yes, he is. Um, Roman says, "I was just joking." Tej off screen says, "Definitely not that funny." It was I didn't um, I didn't know that was an improvised moment, but it was really well done. Yeah. Where did you, did you read an article? Yeah. Well, uh, well, again, it was on IMDb, so take it with a grain of salt. But sure, but it does sound like yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Hobbs approaches Dom, who is with Brian, uh, Mia, and Letty, and Baby Jack, of course. He tells him it's official; they're all free. I know, and I was like, they've been at the house, and they're having a bar. They've obviously been there for several days. They've got the house back. They've moved all their shit back in. But think of all Wouldn't the red they've tape. They've already had the approval. But, it, but I think it's probably it's like yeah, it's it's approved, but you got to get all the red tape. And now it's a everything's been it's signed. It's official. It's been so processed. the cops waiting outside to take you into custody can leave now. Exactly. It's like depositing a giant check. You have to wait for it, and it says pending. Right. Yeah. Dom looks at the driveway and sees Aline is also there. This Hobbs- is on Harper Wave and Harper Audio presents game. It's weird. Hobbs what just happened? Apparently, Audible turned on and just decided to read a random book. Fucking Audible. Uh, start good from... Th- good thing the Audible was... This is Audible, and it's like, your guide to bondage and anal, uh, like, you know, plugging by, you know, and you'd be like, fuck, guys, it's not mine. It's not mine. Dom looks at the I'd drug... i What? I'd own to it. Okay, sorry. It's okay. Dom looks at the driveway and sees Alina is also there. Hobbs tells Dom, it wasn't half bad having you work for me. Dom says, we all know you're working for me, Hobbs. Brian says, agree to disagree and thanks, Hobbs. It's all part of the plan. Is that when he does that weird laugh? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, agree to disagree. <laughs> no, no, it's like, <laughs> And then, like, the, the... You're being way too hard on Paul Walker in this movie. He's fucking great in this movie. He's his, He's peak... Paul. Yeah, he, he's point. peak Brian. Peak Brian. <laughs> yeah. Because he's good in other movies. Uh, Letty approaches Alina, the crossover we've all been waiting for. Tej says what all of us are thinking. This is going to be awkward. And then Tej and Roman both add, but sexy as hell. Which is an odd thing to say is it's just two women talking. Yeah, but you know, I kept thinking about that taco commercial where they're trying to choose between the harder, soft shells, and the little girl's like, "Por qué no los dos?" I was like, Dom could really turn this to his advantage he if tries. he really plays it right. He tries. He does that, is, that is true. That's true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Letty tells Elena that she wants to thank her for everything she's done for Dom. She says it takes an amazing woman. Elena says Dom is an amazing guy. Alina tells Letty to keep Dom out of trouble, but they both know that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, he is so much trouble. <laughs> He's going to keep causing it for three or more yeah, And there's like four, four more movies. movies. Exactly. Yeah. They got plenty of act- uh, trouble to get into. Um, Dom is with Hobbs, and Dom says, not bad for a cop. Now, this is actually the 15 minutes right here. But we've got our little yeah, there's, section. There's, yeah, there's a little more on Which there, isn't so. enough for a full episode, but we'll just go on and, and settle up this. It's more of like a, a coda, like we did with, what was it, 4? Had right. a little right. ending moment. Right. Because, I mean, for all intents and purposes, the movie's over right there. So then Hobbs, he moves up, so he's standing shoulder to shoulder with Dom, but looking the opposite direction, which I yeah. thought was an... It looks good on camera, but it's, it's an odd stance. It's stupid as fuck, but it looks really cool. <laughs> 
Yeah. 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 It's I, I liked it. I thought it worked. Which it's, which it's show it's what it is. If you really think about it, the whole movie they're kind of not. They're not really in the same sequence together and stuff like that. And this is this is the moment where they're 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 facing off again. I I thought the blocking no, this was they're great. opposite they're, sides they're of the fa- same coin. Yeah, they're opposite sides of the same coin. They're facing off. Dom steps forward, and 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 then Hobbs steps oh, yes. forward, okay. and they so they basically each do this step forward where they're shoulder to shoulder, but looking in the opposite direction, and it creates a yin yang. It's mm-hmm. that that is to show mm-hmm. that they are they are opposites of the same coin, as you said, but they're equal now. This is this is them getting on that moment of understanding between each other that has not been in the other. But movies. it's weird because Hobbs is staring into Dom's garage. Yeah, <laughs> it should have been the other way around. Again, it's stupid as fuck, but it looks cool. Which really, I mean. That, the, that could sum up the entire franchise. The entire franchise. <laughs> yeah. totally, totally. It's dumb as fuck, but it looks cool. <laughs> totally. Yes. And Hobbs says, I never thought I'd trust a criminal. They both say, until next time, probably because they're locked into a multi-picture deal. Right, right. That, was the, that was the writer who was like, yeah, there is, and, and trust me, folks, there is a next time. <laughs> Chomping on his cigar. The end. <laughs> Pulls the paper out of the typewriter, you know, that no one uses yeah. anymore. Perfection. I'm, I'm sorry, I just imagined, like, a pull quote, like, on the back of, a, like, a Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> just dumb as fuck, but it looks cool. <laughs> I was I was thinking... Anthony Dench felt that That in, in the screenplay that the guy was writing, he was like, until next time. He put a little asterisk there, and at the bottom of the page, he was like, you can damn well bet there's going to be another movie, reader. You know, just for the people reading the script, you know? Dear reader, they'll, they'll return in Fast 7. Hobbs leaves and Alana uh, starts to follow. Dom calls to her and he walks up and says, You know, you ain't gotta go. Dude, that is true. And I was, I keep you thinking, can watch. Dude, Dom, it, think about this for a second though. Dom is totally the guy in this franchise who could pull that shit off and then they turn it into a reality show. My name is Dominic Toretto. As a professional thief at Street Racer, I live my life one quarter mile at a time. And oh yeah, I have two hot wives. My two hot wives. Preparing Tuesday on ABC right after The Bachelor. That would have been a great fucking show. Mia. Dom doubles up. Mia, where's the tuna? Dom, it'll be there in a minute. While we're waiting for dinner, why don't we have a three-way? And he, I'll bring the motor oil and the Menage, nas. Menage uh, a Toretto. Menace. Menace a Toretto. Yeah, Menace a Toretto. You can send the, the check to uh, So Fast, So Furious podcast at gmail.com. Two hours of furious barebacking with Dominic Toretto <laughs> and his two hot wives. Well, Alina says, this is your family. It's who you are. She looks down at her stomach, I mean her police badge, and says, this is my family. So apparently she's been hired now by the yeah. DS. Yeah, she can't go back to like Brazil Rio. Yeah, or Rio. Yeah. They'll fucking kill her. She is a wanted oh, woman. Oh, she's a wanted woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess she's on the, the Hobbs team of uh, good guys now. Uh, she says, this is who she is. Then she gives him a very nice uh, peck on the lips. And uh, Alina leaves as Dom watches out of his life. Forever, Anthony. Forever. She'll never be back. Ever, yeah, Anthony. there's no reason. I know whatsoever. Better. Roman then calls out for them to eat. Everyone goes to the table and sits. Roman takes a chip. Therefore, Brian calls out that he has to say grace. House rules. 
And if you really do think about this, Rome is the only one that makes logical sense because he wouldn't know about because it. he exactly. wouldn't know about the rules. So that was actually kind of clever. Because and that's that that's, was the, there's the writer sitting in this typewriter. Rome's the only one. I thought about this for hours. That's the inherent He's the only flaw. one. That's the inherent flaw of that rule. If everyone yeah. that's a family member knows the rule, yeah. why would it ever come up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so funny. Dom is with Letty. He asks if any of this feels familiar to her. She says no, which is the right answer. Right. If she had suddenly been like, yes, it's all starting. I would have <laughs> been all, like, fuck I this. remember everything. And yeah. it shows the little. <laughs> exactly. And you were there and you were there. Uh, she says no, but it feels like home, which I thought was a satisfying answer. Just like a prayer. I know. Sorry. Remember the. Never mind. If you have to explain the line where she goes, it feels like home. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck you guys. I was Madonna, thinking, uh, one of the world's most famous pop artists. I, I was thinking, it's hard to believe, but it's all coming back to me. You know that song? No. I don't know what the fuck. You guys are nerds. It. Can we cut this part? <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's staying in. That's if more my, work for my, me. If my odor line is staying in. <laughs> And so is this. Uh, <clears throat> Dom says that's good enough for him, and they sit just like in the picture that we've been that we had shoved in our faces the past two movies. Uh, <clears throat> they should have had somebody go, "Hey, wait, let me get a picture of this." <laughs> I know, right? So they could use that uh, later. Don't move, guys. So that was another Celine Dion reference I made. Uh, Celine Dion, it's all mm-hmm. coming back to me now. Ah, yeah, so that song. That oh, sense. it is all coming back to me now. Mm-hmm. I remember the song now. Yeah. It's terrible. And you're, Still and you're terrible. Back to my room, Letty. Scoop her up by the ass. So uh, Roman has to say grace, and we got this this nice little little prayer in the movie. Uh, he says, "Father, thank you for the gathering of friends. Father, we give you thanks for all the choices we've made. Two fathers in a row, because that's what makes us who we are." Is that reference subtle reference to Dom in the next? Uh, Probably. I know. I'm totally kidding. Let us forever cherish the loved ones we've lost along the way. Thank you for the little angel, the newest addition to our family. Thank you for bringing Letty home. And most of all, thank you for fast cars. And then I heard Anthony give a distinguished, uh, when he heard that line. It's true. Uh, Being raised in a religious family, I always hated when people just did long-winded, like, Thank you for mashed potatoes. Thank you for the butter that goes into the mashed potatoes. Bitch, my food is getting cold. There's pepper. Let's wrap this up. Thank you for the pepper that goes into the mashed potatoes. Don't need a fucking sermon. (laughs) Thank you for bringing us all together here. Well, Anthony, what'd you think of Fast and Furious 6? Was it not the best one so far? I don't need need your, your... Size. Don't give us your knee-jerk reactions, Anthony. <laughs> Just tell the audience you loved it. It'll be the first one. Well, I, I watched the movies after we uh, we, we do the show. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, in one sitting, not 15-minute increments. Um, this is one that's definitely high up there. I don't know if I liked 4 better or this one better. But 4 has that goofy ending. That's true. But I like everything up to it. And, like, this, like... There's a lot of action that I just, I can't follow. I'm bored. I don't know what the fucking stakes are to this day. It's mm. a briefcase worth billions. It's worth billions, Anthony. But why? Millions, even. I, I don't need you guys to explain <laughs> it. Um, so, yeah, I really like... It's liked... the nightshade program. <laughs> don't you forget it. I really like the fourth one up until the ending. Um, the first one is a very solid movie. 
Um, way more solid than I would have ever given it credit for. Um, this one I liked better than uh, than five for sure. And definitely better than two. There's a second one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have to ask Anthony. When you were a kid, where you're like, I I just don't understand what this Ark of the Covenant is about. What does it do? Why are they after it? And they no. were like, Anthony, just watch the movie. Okay. I'm just fucking with you, man. No, no, no. It's funny that you bring it up. So, um, <laughs> what is the Ark of the Covenant all about? I, Why I, are they chasing? It's the Ark of Duchovny. <laughs> I, I, it speaks slowly and watches mm-hmm. lots of porn. That's lots right. of porn. <laughs> lots of porn. Even though it's and he wants to believe. Um, so when I was little, I uh, I was introduced to comic books before I could read. And I was so interested in why the characters were fighting each other and why the characters were bad guys, why they were good guys, why it was, you know, Spider-Man fighting Cyclops, all that shit. bubbles over their heads. That I dedicated myself to learning how to read with the help of my mom. That's how I learned to read. I like knowing these things. I like knowing what the stakes are. I like knowing the motivation, the backstory for some characters. Yeah, that's called being a good writer. Yeah. Yeah. This movie, I could not follow shit. Maybe it's just because it's of the 15, minutes. 15 yeah. minutes at a time. Maybe, but yeah, the fourth one, I got it. It, it was easy. Yeah, should... Dude, I'm, and I'm fucking with you, dude. I, don't I, care. I think when you watch it, when you do go back and, and watch it after this episode and you watch it in full, it'll make way more sense. It's just easier to follow when it's happening right. in real time. You know what we might do once we get to a point where we need to come up with stuff to do? We might do like a full review, like say, of the first movie on its own. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe that'll make sense. No, I, I think we should do that for every single movie once we, you know, yeah, get to sure. a point where it's like, hey, like we're waiting on Fast and the Furious <laughs> twenty. <laughs> it's like it's out. like a very special episode of Happy Days where the writers couldn't come up with anything, so they reminisce about old episodes. That's right. Do you yeah. remember the time Fonzie jumped that shark? It's so, a clip oh, show. Ralph we'll Mouth. all be locked in the basement, can't get out, so we'll just have to reminisce over past adventures. Absolutely. <laughs> Locked in a car. That's right. <laughs> I you can't believe your keys? you locked your ca- keys in the car. Now what do we do? Hey, guys, why don't we talk about past episodes until we're able to get in? Wait, right. we're inside the car. I could have unlocked it the entire time by pushing this button. You idiot! <laughs> you mean... <laughs> that actually, we'd probably be accused of ripping off Red Letter Media, so maybe we shouldn't do that uh, at that point. I love Red Letter Media. Yeah, they're amazing. Um, well, so we are gonna cover Tokyo Drift next. I, I would also like to do the ride at Universal. It dep- just with the holidays and stuff, it's hard to pin down a time to do that. But I'd like to. Do- Why not? Well, it's canon, right? Yeah, it is canon. Yeah, oh, I think I honestly think we should do that. I don't know next. if it's canon because it contradicts what happens in this movie. Does it? Oh, actually, yeah. I yeah. would go into it completely blind. I don't okay. know anything about it. Yeah, I, I think we should definitely do it um, again. Like we're gonna have like. Next week we're not going to be able to record, but the week after. Okay. Um. I if you know you're uh you're in at Universal Studios doesn't work out. I'll just buy us a fucking ticket. Okay. Well, I th- I think I should be able to uh, get my hook up to uh, let us in, but either way, yeah. I'm very excited to uh, go on a ride focused on Fast and Furious. If your hookup doesn't like work, seconds, I'll just dude. give Steven a call. You know Spielberg. Old I'm Spiely, <laughs> and he'll hang up on me. Who is this? Why are you asking for Universal get tickets? This number. Click. Vito Lapicola. Go see West Side Story, December twenty twenty. Click. Oh God, I forgot about that. He's doing West Side Story. Uh-huh. Yeah, he direct. Oh, they just wrapped. It's Ansel Igort and uh, 
I forgot what the uh, young lady's name is. I do like uh, Hansel Igor, though. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. From Baby Driver? He should, have yeah. been, he should have been young Han Solo. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, well, guys, uh, I think that about wraps it up for Fast and Furious 6, or Furious 6, as my uh, DVD calls it. <laughs> my yes. Blu-ray. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I love this movie. I thought it was great. Um, it's I, Again, I'm I an unabashed fan of like a really good, fun action flick. It's got great action. It's got good character moments. I think mm-hmm. all of the actors are at their peak in this one. Um, and it really ties in really all the previous it. movies uh, really well. It's like, the, it's like the Lebowski rug. It ties everything together. Mm-hmm. You get to see, uh, you know, like Tej and, uh, well, Tej talking to Roman. You get to, see, or, no, like Tej and Roman talking to Han, for example, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, me and it's, it's great. Um, but I am interested in, in, in revisiting Tokyo Drift because I do feel like it's a much more satisfying narrative experience watching it after four, five, and six as opposed to when it came out. I have, I have a feeling Anthony's not going to like it very much. Uh, well, you keep talking mm. about how you don't have this emotional connection to Han. I think that you get that from Tokyo Drift. I think like it's Wait till much... you see Han in the back of a taxi, passionately delivering a baby to a woman who can't make it to the hospital. Right. And Wait till you see that... Han saving orphan children from a fire. And then that little baby uh, is voiced by Bruce Willis. Wait till you see Han climb to the top of a very tall building and swatting away planes to keep the woman he loves safe. He's got safe. Faye Dunaway in his hand. What's well, Faye Ray? Not Faye Dunaway. Getting my King Kong references mixed up. Anyways, is there anything else uh, you wanted to mention before we sign off? Uh, I'm going to try to get this episode and uh, uploaded in time, but I'm going to be at Los Angeles Comic Con. Uh, so come see him. Yeah, on Saturday. On Wait, some... what time's your panel? I don't know, probably the same time of year because yeah, that's how it works out. Yeah, okay, but go ahead. Yeah, because I, I have one too. I'm going to be on like three, so you better come Well, check out the cool factor on Anthony. This is the first. Making moves, making this moves. This is the first year in like seven years I'm not on a panel. That's weird. Yeah, yeah it's. Um, I was going to be on one of. Well, I, I won't name it because I don't want to, whatever, but I was going to be on one and then I couldn't do it. But um, what, what time? So you have a panel Saturday at Los Angeles Comic Con, the 12th, correct? October the 12th, 2019. Yes. Several panels. I just don't know the. Uh, I, I should have really looked it A week from today. Up. Yeah. Looked it up. Yeah, so check the, the schedule the for Saturday online. So it should You'll be find this me. weekend by the time when you're hearing this. Right. Yes. And then also on October the 12th, 2019 at noon, Comic on Comics has a show. Uh, it's going to be Juan Manuel Rocha and Tim Powers, the other two uh, hosts. And then we have comedians Clayton Thomas, who's amazing. And we have Chris Mancini, who is amazing from Comedy Film Nerds. And we are also still in the process of booking a comic book creator for that show. But that should be great. Uh, Chris and Clayton are super super well, go funny listen guys to Clayton's episode and, Clayton's uh, a guest on our on our show yeah and and I think the episodes are you know the panel should be pretty freaking good man we're gonna talk about the controversies of the Joker movie we're gonna talk about uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths and stuff like that coming up on The Flash and the w, or the CW I always still call it the WB mm-hmm. but it should be a pretty fun show and uh, please come out and say hello if you're a fan of the show and you want to see some great comic book geek related stuff and check us out on Twitter at SoFastPodcast, Instagram at SoFastSoFurious, and send us an email at SoFastSoFuriousPodcast at gmail.com. Also, please, 
I'm, I'm going to sound like a YouTube person. Smash that subscribe button. Hit that bell. And uh, and please uh, spread the word. Let people know about the show. If you really like the Fast and Furious yes. franchise and you enjoy our, uh, our the witty banter and then also my stupid uh, jokes, uh, please uh, please let people know. And even if you don't, let people know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> people Trust me. Don't. People let me know. They let me know all the time. Hey, asshole. You're supposed to be funny? And I'm like, I don't think so. And they're like, well, you're correct. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you all next week. Oh, wait. I'm going to miss your odor. <laughs>